then you'll be able to get a good fee for whatever it is. So uh, don't, don't worry too much. Uh, that's uh, the, everybody's, uh, somebody's interested in everything. And anything you can be interested in, you'll find others will. But it's absolutely stupid to spend your time doing things you don't like. Hello, and welcome back to our manifestation journey. My name is Mickey. And my name is Sam. We are two sisters who live together with our husbands and children and who document our play with the law of attraction. Welcome. Welcome. So we have a guest on today that we've known for a while, but have never met in person. It, yes. <laughs> so weird. It is. Because <laughs> she's been to such... have spent so much time with her. Yeah. Online. And to feel like we know her quite well. Very well. Like you know her very much more well, much weller, much, I don't even know, <laughs> much better than I do. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's, it's, we've definitely talked about her on the show before. Yes. Um, so it's, it's an honor to have her on here. So I'm just going to do a quick, um, a bio for her. So you kind of know her, her formal background a little bit, or if, if anything, just what she has to offer, um, and what her interests are. And that way the rest of the interview kind of makes sense. You, you're a little bit more familiar with her and then we're going to, we're going to talk about our experience with the podcast. So here we go. Rochelle Minnie is the founder of Her Money Club and Financial Fitness Unleashed. She specializes in helping women realign with their relationship with money, focusing on the logistics and the energetics. That's the important part. She can tell you what to do, but she can also tell you how to align with when to do it. And also just the idea that those two elements are so important. Yes. The logistics are equally as important as the energetics. Exactly. Like they and they get overlooked. Are, yes. Yeah. Rochelle is actually right now preparing for her Abundance Queen Life Retreat. Mm. I mean, sign me up. Uh, in Mexico. Okay, sign me up. Uh, from February 20th to the 26th. And if you listen to the end of this episode, you are eligible for an exclusive discount for being an OMJ listener. <laughs> Woohoo! This is kind of the important side note and something that Sam uh, brings up in episode 49. If you want to go back and hear it in good detail. detail. Yeah. yeah. Rochelle is the host of the amazing group of women that are going from quote unquote zero to 100K this year. Yes. And Sam is one of those women. I'm one of them. Yeah. So Rochelle That's going to be fun. Yeah. Rochelle <laughs> has organized a mastermind for four women who represent a unique way of being in in mm. their their women's skin. Mm-hmm. Um, and for one year, we will receive um, like one-on-one coaching with her and mastermind group for a year to get us to 100K. And I, even saying it out loud feels so strange yeah. to say. And it's to support as many women as we possibly can embark on this journey with us. Right. So we are the leading example of what it looks like to make this journey. And I can't believe that I am a recipient of this. Like I'm pinching myself. Yeah. Still. Well, and I think everyone will understand how much it means to you when they meet her. Right. Like they're going to listen to her and be like, wow, like this is who you get to work with. Yeah. For a year. This yeah. person who has this passion for like she's putting your money literally where her mouth is like she's got passion for helping women thrive yes and changing their 
their relationship yeah. with money. Yeah. Like she's so driven. Yeah. And so like kind of consumed with it. It's just like she lives and breathes it. She also lives like a fascinating life right now. And she's just like traveling around the world and making yeah. lots of money with with stocks. And like it's just she's such an interesting person. Mm-hmm. She's the embodiment of a thriving woman. Yes. Who is taking women with her. Like That's right. Like, I am not. Get in, bitches. We're yeah. making money. <laughs> like, yeah. We are not settling for this. Right. Great life. We are not settling for right. a great life. We are, set, we are like leaps and bounds getting there. You know, yes. we're going to have an amazing, rich, juicy, fun, exciting yes. life. Like, that's what you deserve. And that's what we're getting. Like, she's just, yeah. So, and like, you can feel that. Like, yeah. when you're talking to her, it's like that energy. It's this beautiful, she, she kind of makes money to me. She makes money seem more approachable. Mm. Like, it doesn't sound scary. It just sounds like, easy breezy like the money Mm -hmm. just comes in right like it's very it's ease Mm. when she talks about money and just Mm -hmm. being in that energy just listening to that that vibration that she puts off I think is going to do a lot of good for anyone who listens Mm -hmm. so yeah we really really hope you enjoy this episode with us and Rochelle and we won't hold you back any further just we should just get into it so yeah enjoy we would like to take a quick pause from the show to share something with you that we've been working on for quite some time Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Introducing Instant Upgrade, the guidance program we have developed after much consideration over the past few months. Instant Upgrade is a series of packages that we have designed to help you manifest your dream life in a way that only works for you. Although there are many other programs out there that have served many people, us included, we realized we were looking for more of a tailored approach to our specific needs and desires. Over the past couple of years, we have been a part of one-on-one coaching as well as group masterminds, but we got to thinking, wouldn't it be cool if our clients could have the best parts of both? With one-on-one, you receive all of the focus for one hour with the perspective of one person. With a mastermind, you receive many perspectives and more support, but you have to share your time. This is where we come in. You get the perspective of two people with diverse understandings of the universe who are genuinely invested in your success. I have a degree in behavioral psychology and I am a generator energy type. And I have a bachelor of arts and I'm a projector energy type. Both of us have heavily invested in our own spiritual growth and development, and we are ready to pass on all of our knowledge to you. Let's create a specific strategy for you to begin living your best life. An instant upgrade, we will give you custom strategies, exercises, and home play, not homework, to help you shift into alignment with ease. This is the perfect way to start 2022, by being aligned, clear, and hyper-focused on your desires. And if this is at all speaking to you, don't wait to sign up because spots are limited. To learn more, visit our website at ourmanifestationjourney.com or click the link in the show notes. We can't wait to plurk with you and help you create your dream life. And now, back to the show. Hello, and welcome back to Our Manifestation Journey. I'm Mickey. I'm Sam. And we have a very special guest with us today. We have uh, Rochelle Mini. Rochelle is uh, the self-proclaimed, but also, I mean, like, just kind of legit, abundance queen. (laughs) Um, She's the host of Her Money Club Stories, which is a podcast, um, among many, many other things, which you just heard in the intro. But um, without further ado, let's just introduce Rochelle and, like, get to it. Hi, Rochelle. Hi, how's it going, ladies? Hi. 
We're so excited to have you here. I'm so excited to do this. This is fun. It's been a long, it's a long time coming really. Yeah, it is. Like we've, Rochelle's been in our circles, what, over, is it two years? I think it has been like a year and a half at least. I think we're at over two years now. Yeah. That's that's so crazy. Yeah. And it's like 10. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it does. And we've never met you like in person. person. No. Um, But it's like, oh man, I just lost my train of thought with that. Oh, that's fine. You, Rochelle's just been like, been in the circle. Oh, I know what I was going to say. We might've mentioned her name on our podcast before. I'm sure we have. This is the Rochelle. If you've heard episodes where we're like, oh, Rochelle. (laughs) Actually, no, she was in the episode where I was like. Melting down. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, (laughs) I'm so back in this for that one. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, and then I was talking to Rochelle and it was crying. It was so good. Sam cried for like days. It's all good. It was really, really good. It's necessary stuff, right? Yeah. It's like the the breakthroughs in the breakdown or whatever. We are breaking down. Yeah. The breakdowns always bring the breakthroughs. That's like my new motto because I'd be having breakdowns every day and it's like, (laughs) yeah, okay. What breakthrough is coming next? (laughs) Right. It is. It's always a good thing, right? That contrast equals more clarity. And I mean, yeah, you know all about that. Um, Okay. So let's give you the floor. Let's give you like just a little piece of time to introduce yourself and tell our listeners who you are. Sure. I am the founder of Her Money Club. My passion and greatest heart's desire is to support women in reimagining their relationship with money. And that can look like a lot of things. So while I always like to be clear on my message, it's like, That means all the things. It means energetically, how do you connect with money? It means in relationship with you and money, but also with your partner and money. Um, I have a partner I'm building an app out with for couples and money so that couples can get clear around that communication with money. I spent a lot of time in the financial services industry seeing a lot of the problems. So I feel like the problems are abundantly clear and I feel like I'm constantly creating the path and the bridge to make it better, to create uh, an ease with money. And in reimagining your relationship with money, yes, it's some of the logistics, but I feel like the logistics, logistics get talked about too much and we don't focus our energy on um, reimagining what that could look like and feel like and be experienced as. So while I can do a budget with you all day long, it's not really like my thing because at the end of the day, if we can just expand our vision around what is possible with money. Like that's way more exciting to talk about, but it brings so much more clarity into our lifestyle, the ways of being that we possess and letting go of this like fear of missing out on something that um, is money driven. So, yeah. Okay. Love that. that. (laughs) I, I feel like, I mean, I've obviously have known you for two years, but having you explain that I'm kind of like, as a listener, even I'm like, oh my god, I want her to tell me all the things. <laughs> you know, like okay, like I just so I, I feel like there's too many questions. Okay, well like, I I have a streamlined one. But okay, like, you it, it might give us some organization because I'm just like, oh god, like <laughs> tell okay. me everything. You well, know. this is gonna help because my my question for you is a bit of your backstory because like you're so clearly passionate about this. And so I want to know kind of even as early as like your childhood, like tell me about your, your journey up until this mm-hmm. point. 
Yeah, that's a great question. <laughs> I feel like it gets told so many different ways, but let's like start with the childhood piece. Cause I think that's something you and I have talked about and just even in our abundance circle, like what does that, where's, where are the roots of that? And for me, I grew up with like modest childhood income, right. In terms of my dad was in real estate. My mom was stay at home and my mom took care of us. What I knew then was I didn't want to be like my mom. (laughs) I didn't want to not have a job, take care of kids, like all these, the list of things. Right. And it doesn't really matter. It's not her fault or my fault. It's just, I just knew I didn't want that. I wanted to be like my dad and make tons of money. It sounded cool. Um, So I watched his every move and how he talked about money. And he was definitely the personal development guru in the house like he had walls and stacks of books that he would read on the psychology of money and understanding his money mindset and for him i think that really helped him as an entrepreneur as a business owner and building his business and when i went to high school i was like okay now i want a job like i just want to work i want to experience money and so and i would even say before that like i remember for allowances my sole intention every week was to clean my room and do all the things that I can make the most money at. And I don't know, I don't know like what pivotal point was around the why behind it. I just knew I enjoyed it. I knew what I loved that experience to be like and look like and feel like. And it was very opposite from even my siblings where they weren't motivated Um, to clean their room or make the money or do the thing. But I think there was an intrinsic value that I placed on it because if I made 50 cents to do the dishes, I could go spend that money to get pizza at lunch. I could, I could get more out of life, I think is what I somehow associated with. And what was even cooler at seven and eight and nine years old is I could pay for my friends to get pizza or for them to get sodas. Right. And so I just felt really good to like be in that space. And that carried on through high school, through college. I, you know, in my sphere of influence, I was often the highest paid. I was often like the most expansive when it came to money. And I can remember it as early as like seven in second grade being like, yes, all things money. But I think that really positioned me interestingly in this realm of like, I didn't go into finance in college. I went into psychology. Like I love the psychology of things. I love how people operate with communicating with um, just the way their mind operates. And so I thought I wanted to be a psychologist. And then I realized it's kind of sad and I have to listen to people tell all their sad stories. I'm like, okay, no, that's not for me. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. I changed the business. And then again, in in hindsight, I see why the path is the path that I've been on. But in the moment, I was like, oh, yeah, I'll work at an investment company. That sounds cool. Like it was very like non-intentional at 19 years old to go work for an investment company. It was the purest driver was I was working at Victoria's Secret. I can go work for an investment company. Like I can go from being what I feel like is very illegitimate work to more legitimate work. to more meaningful, you know, because that made me feel better about myself um, at 19 because that mattered. (laughs) Um, And one of the girls I worked with at Victoria's Secret was like, I think you'd be good at this investment stuff. And I was like, yeah, probably would be. And it's double the pay. Sign me up. I'll do that. And that just, it just progressed from there. But you know, what's interesting is after college, I 
went into a financial advising practice to like run my own business, no fucking clue what I was doing and epically failed. Like failed so hard that I went to bankruptcy, lost a house, uh, failed in my health, like was in the emergency room twice, like just crash burn all the things. And even in those moments, I distinctly remember thinking like, Hmm, this probably had to happen because you can't just go like this in life. Right. Like it doesn't actually like, and I knew that intellectually, but I hadn't experienced it. And up until that point, I'd had a pretty good freaking life and I had no complaints and life was just always glorious. And so I'm super grateful for those moments of depression of anxiety of like really going to this like dark night of the soul of like what the fuck am I doing what do I want out of life why am I doing what I'm doing and literally the day after bankruptcy I started building my financial habits course the day after I was like okay now that that's done now that I've like done that (laughs) I can go create something freaking epic and at the time I was going through this nutrition program because my health was just not I was 26 years old like my health was not up to par and I was getting sick every single month and having like flu-like symptoms but it wasn't the flu and I could no one could tell me what was wrong with me and so I changed my entire diet I started working with a personal trainer who I couldn't afford (laughs) and I was just like okay this gets to be figured out and clearly there's some pieces from a career standpoint that gets to be figured out and so that's when I really really started focusing on those two elements and just playing in that space of creation. And I lived with my grandfather um, when he passed away at the time and was so beautiful of an experience to release him and his spirit, but then also have this space, like space that was allowed for me to about for six months, just be in a space of creation. Like my bills were taken care of. I didn't have to worry about money. I could really sit with the healing process of healing my body, healing my, uh, just the broken pieces a little bit. And so in creating that for myself, I then, um, kind of continued down the journey and path of, um, being a financial advisor and whatever, because I couldn't figure out like, how do I make this piece work? How do I make this course work and do online business? And back then it was like, not easy, like put all the pieces together, create a CRM this way and build a website like this. So I tried to put all the pieces together. Needless to say, it didn't work very well. (laughs) I built the thing. It didn't work well. I shared it with people. Right. And it just kind of like progressed. And so after bankruptcy, and this was probably eight years ago now, I started my LLC and I've had it for that long, but it wasn't until the last two years that I've actually <laughs> like made money in that like element and really put to work the pieces that I've been building this whole time, right? So it's definitely a flow of I, when people say like, I've had a business for X amount of years and I've never made money. I get it. I feel you. And I think for you two, you've known me only for the last two years when it's really like, it's been like flatline and just recently like, Ooh, okay. And here's the up level part. Right. So, um, I know you haven't like seen the flatline piece of it or the, the downward 
piece of it, but <clears throat> it's just so fascinating to me to like look back at these pivotal moments where I decided on certain things. I decided to get out of my comfort zone. I decided to make money in business. I decided that I get to be healthy and make loads of money all at the same time. Like I don't have to work hard and, you know, make it a struggle to make money. So that's a lot, but yeah, that was great. Into. <laughs> that was yeah. so great. No, it was perfect. It, I mean, and it, yeah. it, it explains kind of your backstory explains obviously why you're exactly where you are, but mm-hmm. it explains part of the motivation, yeah. right? Because you know what it's like to flounder, you know what it's like to quote unquote fail, right? Like, you know, those feelings and someone, someone comes to you and is like, I don't know what I'm doing. You're like, yep. Like been, I've actually (laughs) been there. Right. Like it Mm -hmm. it just makes so much more sense. I love it. loved it when you were talking about when you were a kid that you were just like, "Mm, money's nice. Money's fun. Mm -hmm. You know, like, Mm -hmm. I mean, we had jobs when we were kids and I don't know. We worked hard and we worked a lot. Do you remember that? When yeah, we, we worked, worked really, really hard. Like, but we really were, young. we came from parents who were like, money doesn't grow on trees and, you know, you have to work hard because you, basically you can't trust money. So you have to like, it's going to disappear or like you have to save it or like whatever. Like it was just lack, 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 lack. So like, that's why we, we had to work. We had to work because if you wanted new clothes or like new shoes or like something that you wanted, you had to go out and buy it yourself. It wasn't like, you know, they fed us and clothed us and stuff like that. I'm not, I'm not saying that we were Poe or anything, but I'm saying, you know, if I wanted something for myself, then I had to work and then go get it. Yeah. But I'm, I'm, <clears throat> I was just thinking about like, cause Rochelle, you were talking about how your relationship with money started, like how you personally felt about money. Mm-hmm. And I think like when, when I started making money, I, I don't have enough, like I didn't have near enough of the awareness that I have now around it, but I don't remember feeling like, Ooh, this is, this is like, it sounds like you've started with a really loving relationship. Like, yeah, I don't know how to say that. That's what I'm noticing. Respect. Yeah. Yeah. The difference between how Mickey described it and how I describe it was like you had to do things to, it was like a have to, have to, like, like, yeah. Yeah. Like that kind of energy. And I never experienced having to do anything like, but to your point, like the same narrative was given to me, money doesn't grow on trees. And if you want something, you get to work for it and, and pay for it. But that, that energy was different. It was very neutral. I would say in my family, like, okay, cool. If you want it, go mow the lawn and make five bucks, go get it. Right. And it's like, right, all right, right, cool. And I was just very much cool. I'll do it. Like I'll do the thing to get the money to get what I want. And so I never felt that energy. It was definitely more of an energy of like, oh, this is fun. Okay, we can play in this space. And that's how I felt like my dad made it look, right? It was just mm-hmm. like, money just flows. Like you can just have what you want, but you have to work for it and you get to do the thing to get the money. I'm like, cool, done, easy. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it, so what a concept. Like you've been passionate about money since you were young. And I love that because you've been passionate about film, right? Since you were really young. Yes. And like, I think that that is such a key factor that is incorporated. Like it makes sense why you are doing what you're doing. Like you followed your heart. 
mm-hmm. which I love. Listen to your like, intuition. Yeah. And like, I love this concept that everybody has, like they're like a calling, right? Mm-hmm. And you're following your calling. Yeah, absolutely. And I wish more people would, because the more people do, the more aligned we all are in the exchange of those gifts, right? Like there are definitely things I'm not gifted at. So (laughs) I love finding the people who are aligned in their gifts because it's just, we create such epic stuff. Like even with everything that you and I have experienced, it's like you are aligned with your gifts. And so when you continue to develop those muscles, like it just breeds this breath of fresh air for everyone around us. Yeah. Yeah. It's brilliant. Yeah. Like I have the expansion. Yeah. And like, you want to go to somebody who is like, look, I've been like living this, living my calling for such a long time. Like since I was a kid, right? Like that's the type of person. Yeah. Like that's the type of person that I want to work with. You know, like, yeah. oh, you love film since you were seven. Like, let's make a movie together, right? Like that kind of thing. That's so brilliant. Yep. So I have more, I have more questions, and this yeah. is like kind of pertaining to our podcast in specific. But my question is for you: like, when, if you can remember, like, when did you first learn about manifestation, law of attraction? Mm-hmm. Like, was it a specific moment for you? Um, and then how, how since then have you kind of applied that and continue to apply that in your life? Yeah, that's a good question. I want to say that I think we all have, we all know it, but we wouldn't describe it as those words. And so for me, I always felt like, <laughs> like I could get the guy that I wanted. Prime example. Okay. I knew I had some sort of special magical power when I would walk into a club or a bar and the exact beautiful black man would walk right up to me, like specifically from the other side of the room. And it happened every time, like with certainty, I knew that would happen. And it did. And my friends were always just like flabbergasted. They're like, how do you do that? I'm like, and I didn't know. I don't know the answer. I just did it. <laughs> right? So it's like, I knew that that was possible. And I just mm. lived in that possibility and I expanded it and expanded it. <laughs> Sorry, my dog is like losing its mind. I can get, you have headphones okay. on. I'm going to go, wait, you can keep talking. It's true. Oh, I'm okay. fine. Yeah, it's so typical with this podcast. Like you she just really never know what's going to happen. I know. One, two, she's getting, three. she's getting sassy. Okay. I love it. <laughs> So I would say that that, like, again, in hindsight, like that was definitely moments of where I knew I was attracting and manifesting what I wanted with men in particular. And it seemed pretty easy and effortless. And I just, I just radiated what I wanted from that standpoint. Now, I think in knowing what I was doing and and trusting it and being able to articulate it and intellectualize it, that came really two and a half, three years ago, likely, when I started listening to uh, Abraham Hicks and uh, The Secret and Laws of Attraction and Bob Proctor, like that was kind of my intro into it. And I feel like I had been introduced to some of these things earlier, but I didn't believe them. I was like, ah, that's a little bit too like Mm -hmm. for me, right? And so after I went through this very transformational leadership academy, it really just opened my heart right up to like any and all possibilities. And that's when that information landed and I could really sit with it and and listen to it. Hmm. And then so is, 
I mean, is manifestation law of attraction, that terminology, is that part of the reason that you decided to go out on your own? Like, and cause you could, I mean, you speaking about your passion with money and everything, you could still be working in that sort of financial sector, like the more corporate sector. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering how that, that relationship evolved. Yeah. I would say that the more I expand in And I would use more probably NLP terms just because that resonates more for me. But when your subconscious starts to unravel the limitations, you physically become someone different, which allows more possibility in, which then attracts more things and opportunities, right? So it's kind of this evolving of the information I'm allowing in is landing differently, which therefore the output and the desired outcome becomes different as well. And who I be also changes in that process. So I don't know if that answers your question, but it's kind of like this evolving. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I, when you evolve, you can't stay in the same place. Like with my corporate job, right? Like I was very clearly feeling, experiencing, and everyone around me was feeling, experiencing my literal expansion out of that environment. And I could no longer take it. Like I, it was so painful to be in that environment and being the new ways I was being like, I could, I couldn't have both. Right. So something had to give. And so that's where it's like, okay, I got to free myself. And it felt like a physical freeing, like my bubble was Mm -hmm. growing so big, like it wasn't fitting in the box anymore. And it just wasn't working. And more and more problems kept arising with my leadership team and this and that and compliance and blah, 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 all the things to the point where I was like, okay, I I get to step away and do something different because this isn't working in this box. Hmm. Love that. And then how, you may have already answered this, but I guess more specifically, how do you apply that moving forward? Like day to day, like how is it, how is it a part of your life now? Yeah, I would say it's um, a journey of exploration and curiosity. And when Mm. you have these desired outcomes, and especially now that Um, Desmond, my partner and I are kind of meeting our goals and expectations in a very rapid rate. I almost feel this is going to sound ridiculous. I feel behind in terms of like my goal setting. (laughs) Like I'm like, I'm meeting my goals so quickly that I'm like, shit, I need to make more goals because I need to expand more. Right. Like it's just like, oh, wow. Wow. Like it's a really (laughs) weird, I, I, and it's just weird. And at the same time, I also get to hold myself compassionately in, in the element of like being so present that I don't have to have goals. Like it's not a requirement. And I think that's been ingrained for so long to have goals, set goals, blah, blah, blah. And I do like, so there's like a balance. Like I do believe you want to aim towards something, you be intentional, but at the same time, allow in whatever opportunities might flow your way because you are so present. So in this operating of like whatever comes through is exactly what what is meant to be to come through. Mm, I love that. Do you want to tell us and tell our listeners a little bit of what your life looks like right now? Because it's freaking awesome. Yeah. Like, where has this led you physically? Like, where are yeah. you right now? Because it's so yes. cool. Yes, I am literally right now in Honolulu, Hawaii. Uh, we have been here for about four weeks now. And we, about five weeks ago, 
put all of our stuff in storage from San Diego and decided it was time to travel the world. And it was a very quick, pretty easy decision. But I think the process of transition was very challenging for both Desmond and I because you are literally like shifting your identity when you do something like this. And I didn't think about it like that until after it all came to fruition. You're literally changing every piece of what you do in life every single day. And when we make something mean something about ourselves, like where I work out or, or work or eat or live or who my friends are, like all of those things mean something to me about who I I am being what my identity is. And when you take all of that away, it it feels very naked. It feels like scary and very much in fear, like not safe. Like if I don't have these things that make me who I am, like then who am I? And it was a very scary transition because as much as everyone's like, I just want to go travel the world. It's like, I don't know that you do because (laughs) you're naked and scared and afraid. And you know, it's not safe. (laughs) Like a world perspective, it's just like in your being and in your identity, it is unsafe. (laughs) Uh, So I've, I've been, and I think there's still days where I work through some of that and recognize like even the word being like nomadic or living a nomadic mm. life, like don't resonate with me. And I don't know if they will at some point, but it's like things like that. It's like, that's a new identity. Right. And it's like, eh, I don't know if I like, like that. So that's where I'm still like in bumping up against this edge of like, who, what is my identity? <laughs> mm. Okay. So that's really cool. Love that so much. So how are you, how are you funding this, this experience? Like, Mm. like tell us about your, um, your living arrangements, your plans, like Mm -hmm. all of that. How are you living right now? Yes. I love that. So Desmond and I both have our own businesses. I, I, over this past year have made money 16 different ways, which I talk about in her money club. And 16? Yeah, 16. I counted them. (laughs) (laughs) That is multiple sources of income. Wow. Good for you. They're not all consistent. They're not all like at the same time, but I played this game. um, Sam and I actually played this game really early on in our abundance circle where it's like, okay, where can we create money from? Where does money flowing from. And I just expanded that into how many different ways can I get paid from different sources? So that was this year and what we did this year. Currently in this moment, how I'm funding this is through really three, maybe four main sources. I am uh, doing options trading through investing. So I'm teaching myself and mastering this new skill, which I've Uh, since I was like 19, wanted to do. So I'm so glad I'm finally tapping into this desire that I wasn't sure about for a while. And now it's very clear, like, yes, I love, I freaking love this. This gets to happen. And so that's one method. Um, My membership program for Her Money Club is another method where we're just teaching money mindset, financial habits, tools, resources. And next year we're going to start masterminds. So that will be a whole nother Mm. element of Her Money Club. Club. Then with real estate is another big source of income. So different rental properties, different uh, real estate projects that I help my dad with um, are, is another source. And what else? I think those are the main ones. Coaching. 
I'll do coaching. I'm kind of getting, you know, I take on clients sparingly just because of time. I'm like very unsure how to navigate my workspace while traveling. And like, I'm, I'm just being really clear that like, I don't want to like show up everywhere and have like a ton of meetings. So I'm taking on coaching clients sparingly. Love it. We, I think we should talk about the, um, abundance circle. Yeah, we should mention that. Because we have (laughs) talked about it on the podcast. Yeah. Um, but in in case this is someone's first time listening. Yeah. And you've brought it it up a couple of times. So I feel like, do you want to tell us what it's about? You're really good at explaining it actually. I would love to. Um, I was, and you brought Sam on who's who brought me on. This is true. Um, The abundance circle is like this little fun secret playground where it's a sacred economy. We have this ability to um, make money, spend money, talk about money in a very open, fluid environment. And there's levels to it where when you come in, you burn off all of these like limiting beliefs and then you work into the level of communicating about the sacred economy. Then you work into the logistics and administrative and groundedness of what that community gets to be and look like and explore. And then the final level um, that I'm at at this point is a level in which you just get to receive. So you get to receive gifts, you get to receive for me, it's been like downloads of information, just an abundance of receiving and Mm. relaxing into this flow of energy Mm. around money. So there's a money element, there's an embodiment element. And then I would say there's like this very strong gamified, well, can be gamified if the abundance circle works that way, element of playing the game of money. Mm. Um, So I just love like what it creates, not just with money, but in life and how that connection of money and life relates. And we're maybe Maybe there are some pieces that are broken for people, right? And just mm-hmm. being super vulnerable about your experience with money and tapping into what those roots and belief systems are. Mm-hmm. It's so fun. Yeah, we've been yeah, we've been really enjoying it. Well, it's it's I find it's the only place because you know talking about money in culture and society can be super taboo. Mm-hmm. Like no one wants to hear about how much money you made on your last launch. Um, you know, the money teachers talk about it openly, you know, like the Amanda Francis is manifestation babes of the world, but you know, they receive so much flag for it too. Right. People like full out attack them for it. So people I think are worried. They're nervous about talking about money at all. Yeah. And this, it's such a safe space for it, for you to say like, I'm having a hard time with money this week, or actually I made this much money this week or whatever. Like, it's like, it's just a place where you can just talk actual numbers and figures and why it makes you nervous or why it scares you. And like, it helps mm-hmm. you recognize your own limiting beliefs. Mm-hmm. And like, it's, it's cool. What I really like about it is like the celebration factor of it. Yeah. It's like we're, we're allowing ourselves to celebrate. And I don't know if it was you that said it to me, it's like, we don't sit in that vibration for yeah. very long. We don't allow ourselves to sit in so celebration. It's the next thing or yeah. no one wants to hear me brag about this. Like, you know, like I would, I would have a win and I would an hour or two later be like, I'm not over this. Am I allowed to not be over this? Am I allowed to still be bragging about this? Cause like, I'm really, I'm really happy that I did this, you know? And it's like, you don't feel like you're allowed to share in that. You have to kind of shut that down. And that's like kind of ugly to brag like that and all of that stuff. And it's like, I'm learning it's a good thing to celebrate and keep celebrating. And even if you just do it, with yourself 
<laughs> people around you don't want to hear it, you know, like go for a walk or like, you know, like buy something really nice for your, treat yourself or whatever, like do things to like celebrate. Cause otherwise it, it dies kind of quickly and, you know, cause you've shut it down and then you don't get to receive the full benefit that money can offer you, right. That full, fully receiving a gift yeah, and celebrating in that energy is like not, not, uh, not celebrated, not, yeah. not um, accepted, accepted. Yeah. So the abundance circle that we're part of allows us to do that. But I also think like, there's so many, there's so many things to that. Cause it's like, okay, yeah. Celebrating feels really good, but that's also allowing the flow to come like for more to come. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if you're shutting yourself down, you're pinching off right. the flow of continuous good things that are happening of continuous money coming into you. So it's a really awesome space, like perfectly named abundant circle, like this really awesome place to be able to like tap in and, and receive and play and give and receive and sharing and giving (laughs) and receiving. Um, So I I have a fun question for you. Yeah. Um, Do you have, can you recall any um, fun, like coincidences, I'm using air quotes, um, manifestation stories. Like, can you think of any time that you're like, I wanted this, I manifested it, it blew my mind? Yeah, this is like one of those stories that's like feels super braggy, right? Like you don't want to bring it up, but it's like so worth exploring because of the expansion in it. So you two are familiar with this and I'm just going to go into more detail. Yay! So when I... When I made $18,000 in one day on one options trade, like, first of all, you saw my video, like I was freaking mind blown, right? I'm like, I, I literally, okay. So the more I dissect this, because I've digested more of it at this point, the more I dissect the trade itself, like what I did and what I thought I was doing were two different things. So I'm going to explain this in like super simple terms. So I basically placed a trade and I thought the, the market was going to go down, but the market went up. So the trade that I thought I was placing should have failed, meaning like lost money. But because I placed the trade incorrectly, unknowingly, I made a shit ton of money. <laughs> And I'm just like, okay, cool. So from like a manifestation standpoint, like in my meditation, the number um, 20,000 kept coming through that like, okay, my goal is to make $10,000 a month in options trading. But in meditation, I keep expanding myself. I'm like, and I've done this before and it always like somehow works itself out. I'm like, but 20,000 sounds better. It feels better. It just, I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah, 20,000. I'm not going to like bite it. And then, you know, that trade comes through and it's like 18,000, which put me at 24,000 for the month, right? And it's just like, yeah, because it's just that easy. Cool, cool, cool. All right. (laughs) That's so crazy. So in dissecting it, so one, I learned a lot from one trade that I epically failed and epically won all at the same time. (laughs) And then it just like really uber expanded me into all of this more possibility of what's possible with trading in particular. So that's just like the most recent one where Mm -hmm. I'm just like mind blown still. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. 
I love that because what you're talking about is like unexplained. Like you kept mm-hmm. mentioning that to you, like this doesn't make sense. And so mm-hmm. I think that's what's the most magical thing about manifestation is they ask for something out and the like nothing makes sense, but <laughs> it happens for you anyway. Yeah. yeah. And even how you receive it, it's like the most random way, but it's the most like direct um, no resistance. I don't know what that word is. Mm-hmm. Like path of least resistance is right. the most direct route to you, right? Yep. Yeah. It's yep. crazy. That's so great. I love that story so much. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Um, so, you know, as this, this podcast is called Our Manifestation Journey, and, you know, at first, honestly, we were just talking about it to Sam and I, and then we're like, no, it's kind of a collective. Like, it's it's all of us, right, on our manifestation journey. Um, and so I'm wondering where, where you see yourself on your journey right now, like how far you feel like you've come, where are you going? Like, what's your interpretation of you on your journey at this point in your life? Yeah, that's an interesting question. So in, uh, NLP neurolinguistics, we have what's called timeline therapy and there's this element of being able to put goals on your timeline, which is so much fun. So cool. And when I first went through this process, uh, back in July, when I learned about it, I put a goal on my timeline for a year out where I would make $1.1 million. And it wasn't about the knowing how to do it. It was about the belief and certainty around it and deciding. And in those moments of creating that goal, putting on my timeline, there's like a meditation hypnosis process around it. I was so certain. I'm like, I don't even fucking know how I, I would have normally. So the person that I partnered with on this exercise, I would have normally like diminished my goal or been like, Oh, cause my goals are really fucking big. And I get that all the time. Like everyone else looks at me like I'm crazy. And she did the same thing. She looked at me like I was crazy and I didn't care. Right. Like I really truly was like, I don't fucking care if you think I'm crazy. This is happening. And so I just, it was a different energy that I stepped into in that moment of creating that goal Mm. and recognizing that no matter what, I have the capacity and resourcefulness to allow this into my life through the path of least resistance. And then literally two weeks later, I start options trading, right? So I start learning from the course Mm. and I had... A month later, one of my biggest real estate deals I go through and that like, it's just like compounding and I'm like, wow. So now it's November and I'm looking at, okay, by July of next year, will I create $1.1 million and allow that into my life? Absolutely. I still don't fully know how, but it's like with certainty, I'm like, yep, yep. Yeah. I should have made a bigger number. Like that's literally how I feel at this point, right? <laughs> wow. And so, so I feel like I'm in the middle of that journey in and of yes. itself. Yes. But I also want to share because this has been something and this just puts it more into the universe. Mm-hmm. Ever since I started listening to Abraham Hicks, something that's been in my meditations um, in that sense has been $98 million and this massive white house estate thing. Mm-hmm. And I just want a place, a safe, secure, vulnerable place that people can go and do what we do in the abundant circles, but like in real life, right? Love Be it. super vulnerable around our money conversations, like have this luxurious place you get to step into that 
embodies like luxury abundance and prosperity mm-hmm. for someone who hasn't experienced that yet right mm-hmm. and oh my god I love this so much <laughs> and sign so- me <laughs> up <laughs> And the more I trade and do real estate, the less attached I am to now even like what my coaching offers look like or what I want these experiences to be so freaking epic and affordable that like anyone can do it. Like that's kind of the process I'm at and what I'm attaching myself to it to have it be and look like. And so I truly believe that like in the next year or two, all of these things will come to fruition where it just becomes really clear, like what type of estate I get to have to host these types of events at, what kind of money it's going to take. And just knowing and trusting that like, I don't need the events to create something for me. They just get to create this epicness for other women um, and individuals. Right. So yeah. I love that. (laughs) That's what's like. I love that. It's like, it's like, it's like, instead of using the term boot camp, I don't want to use that, but it's that immersion, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. feeling that immersion of wealth. Mm-hmm. That's not something that people get to experience. You can like YouTube it, but it's mm-hmm. not the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like to give people that gift, that affordable gift of experiencing that and then going back to their lives, but they still manifested that experience. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. I would love to do that. Once you feel that experience, like you can't unknow it. So that's so powerful about it. Like in all the personal development I've done, every time I experience a new edge, a new growth point, a new breakdown, a new breakthrough, it's like, I can't unknow this information now. Mm -hmm. So the more awareness and discovery processes we can create for the world around us, the more people get to come into my world and feel what I'm feeling and experience Mm -hmm. it and be like, I get it now. Just like I get the bankruptcy and the poor health. Like I get all those feelings too. And I want them to experience the other side of that. Yeah. I love that. Mm -hmm. That's great. Like, yes, (laughs) that's amazing. (laughs) Um, well, I think we've talked about like all of the things that you offer, but we haven't talked about your retreat yet. And I, I feel like I like now like plug this retreat. Like I want to hear all about it because honestly I was, I was looking at your post earlier today and um, that was promoting the retreat. And I looked at Sam, I'm like, this retreat is like freaking sweet. Mm-hmm. It is. It's <laughs> like, a lot of let's, value. Let's, let's listen to Rochelle talk about this. Cause I was, yeah. I'm really impressed by everything that you're offering. Like honestly, like, I'm not just saying it sounds, it sounds like I'm like really hardcore selling this and I'm not just saying this, like you're offering a lot for what people are paying for it. And so, yeah, I'll just let you talk about it, but it's like amazing. Yeah. And I, I'm glad to receive that feedback. I've had that feedback a few different times now, and it's truly like, I feel in such a good place to be in service and offering of these things at this point in my journey because of everything that I've received on my journey, right? So it's like, there's all these gifts and I would say clarity that I now have in creating and embodying this abundance queen life that I reference. And what the retreat gets to be about is creating this framework to imagine what your life could be like when you step into prosperity. So the retreat center itself is designed 
around luxury. So, and I intentionally chose that place because I want you to feel the same thing I've been describing in that estate right, meditation. Right. It's like feeling the feelings of experiencing this prosperous, luxurious experience. We're going to have massages while we're there. Like all these juicy things that maybe you wouldn't normally give yourself. We're going to, uh, the and the way I envision this is really like a receiving process where we're doing this work, which is unraveling your apprehension to receive, and then we're going to physically and literally go receive a massage, right? So right. it's like a lot of the mindset work, which we could sit in a classroom and do, but now we're attaching the embodiment practice to it immediately right. before or after. And so that's why I've also had. Um, Karen and Shan, the other two facilitators come in because they're really good at those experiential types of um, practices as well. So mm-hmm. just allowing all of us to really guide this ability to be in receptive mode of imagination, be in receptive mode around creating your dream life and designing it and reimagining what that can look like with your body, with your money, with mm-hmm. your mindset, um, and giving you the tools to do that right then and there, right when you're finally open enough to let it in. And then it's integrated, right? Like it's like opening this portal door and then like experiencing it and then wrapping it all up, closing it up. It's like, you can't go back now. Yeah. <laughs> you can't go back yes, to the so old ways of being. You can't go back to, it's just, it's so good that you can't go back. And I think what's an important part that I really wanted to make sure to incorporate was the support aftermath. Because yeah. I know for retreats that I've been to and, and through, if you don't have support afterwards, you can like just kind of unravel even more because you just had this amazing epic experience mm-hmm. where you expanded so far, but then you retract and it's like a rubber band and then it's like, it gets really messy. So the four weeks after the retreat, we're going to host um, communication circles and accountability circles so that you continue to embody what you experienced and expanded into on the retreat. And like that is brilliant. so brilliant. Yeah. Because you're so right. Like you have these transformative experiences and you come home and then you're back in the matrix and you're like, how do I, like, you know, no one around here gets it, you know, like no one around here had the same transformational experience as me. But if you've got that community still, like that is so like, to me, that suggests that you actually give a shit about the people that are coming. You know, like, it's not like, thanks for your money. See you later. It's like, no, but we're actually going to change your life though. We're, we're actually going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, no I'm not messing around. Yeah. There's no, no going yeah. back. We're in the boats, right? Yeah. Like there's no going back. Like, yeah. right. I, and I'm watching you and I have an account, like, and you're coming to the accountability mm-hmm. circle and we're going to keep, <laughs> you know, like, I love that. Yeah. It's so wonderful. Sorry. You were going to keep talking, but we were just like, I've heard stories of people even doing ayahuasca. Like I know that's an extreme example, but get it feeling really depressed afterwards because they just had this crazy euphoric. Yeah. And they go home and it's like, everything is back to normal. And they're like, what? Like, I don't fit here. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard that a lot too, specifically with ayahuasca and, and other retreats too, that I've been at, like I've experienced that, right. Where it's like, 
<laughs> went to this leadership retreat of four months of like intensive work and come out the other side, like a changed human being. And I can't go back to corporate life, like in, like yeah. in that headspace. Like I, it's, it's like you're reprogrammed and you don't even know how to communicate anymore. <laughs> like you're not speaking the same language and I'm frustrated yeah. now. And then you just go down this rabbit hole of frustration and overwhelm and all the things. And it's like, okay, how do we ease back into that? How can we make that a little bit easier of a transition? It's not going to be, you know, not messy, but it's going to be easier because you're still in connection with the people who you experienced it with. Yeah. Yeah. It's brilliant. It's amazing. Like, oh my God, love it. So, um, and we've got a little like kind of bonus surprise for Mm -hmm. our listeners too. If you've listened to this far, you get a treat. Um, <laughs> so we're, uh, we're offering an exclusive offer because you're listening to this podcast between the two of us. So um, Rochelle is going to give you the opportunity to put in a code, which is OMJ, and you can receive $200 off of this retreat, which it's already at such an amazing price. Like mm-hmm. if you're thinking about, if you're jonesing to leave wherever you are and travel and go somewhere anyway, like why not do it somewhere where you're going to actually transform your life yeah. and in a place of feeling of abundance and luxury and around other people that feel the same. I mean, like if you're already jonesing to travel and do yeah. something, like why not do it at a really luxurious place with some amazing people? Just a yeah. thought. Um, and it's happening February 20th to the 26th. So, um, this offer, uh, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? Stops. Expires. Expires. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) On um, February 1st, we're going to put all this information in the show notes, but, um, thank you for giving our listeners that exclusive, um, uh, percentage off $200 off. That's so nice. Um, and yeah, like it just, I don't know. It would just be really nice. I know there are tons of retreats and I think every person that starts a retreat really does want the best for the people that come. I really do believe that. Um, But this is such a different, like, I think most people are just like, come and deeply relax, like do yoga and like detoxify and like all of that stuff. But this is like, like investing and like moving forward and like, uh, that abundance mindset, that like wealth mindset. Oh, I see. What That's you're the difference. You're right? saying you're saying it's not like summer treats are more like get an escape, well, get away, right? Drink smoothies right. and sleep and, and yoga. Where you're saying like this is more of like embodiment of, of mindset and of money and yeah. wealth and luxury, yeah. right? Like that. That's what makes it different. And then of course the support group afterwards. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. So awesome. <laughs> um, and there's only 15 spots. Yeah. So like, so, yeah. So get, on get, it. In it. get in on it, folks. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think those are all my questions. I'm not sure if you have any more. Um no, I guess I I my question was what's one thing that people come up to you and ask? Like if you, if you have somebody who's interested in her money club or they just like come across you and they're like, Oh my gosh, I really want you to help me with my money thing. Hmm. What's one, like the number one kind of like problem that you see that people are asking you to help them with? It's, it's funny because it's super general. It's where do I start? 
It doesn't matter what that. I'm talking about. It's like, yeah. where do I like this? Like, do I like <laughs> fuck me? Where do I start? Type of like vibe, and like it even overwhelms me sometimes because I'm like, oof, where do you start? Oh, <laughs> So well, good. let me redesign your life for you. Okay, here we go. <laughs> but I have to like start somewhere with them. And I'd say if there's anything I'm super gifted at, it is starting. My boyfriend makes fun of me. I start a lot of things that I then don't finish. So I always know to partner with people who are really good at finishing things or getting into the weeds. And I also focus on working my muscle around like, okay, Rachel, you started something. Now you have to finish it. Um, And so, yeah, I just, that's been a thing for me, but I am really, really, really good at starting and knowing where to start. And I think that just comes from a decisiveness around just wanting to start, right? Because a lot of times it doesn't even matter where you start, even though everyone wants to think that it matters. It doesn't just getting freaking one foot in front of the other and continuing to go and create momentum. So yeah, that would be the number one question I get. Mm -hmm. Love it. Where can people find you? Wait, I have one more thing. Oh, she's one more, more thing. thing. Sorry. I just thought of one more thing before, before we, yeah. Um, so what are you about to do right now? Oh, <laughs> can you tell us, can you tell us yeah, what yeah. you're about to do? Cause yeah, yeah. like, I'm sorry. Someone's living come out your later. best life in like oh, friggin' Hawaii. Yeah. I'm like, can you just tell us what you're about to do and tell our listeners? Cause yes. it's so freaking cool. Yeah. So I have these like crazy bold eyelashes uh, on <laughs> me right now. Um, I am about to go. Hmm, how do I describe this? So I'm going to backtrack. So I found a photographer in Hawaii, in Honolulu, in Waikiki Beach. And I asked her if she would go on a journey with me and just play and play in rebranding my Abundance Queen Life content. She said yes. And so we created this epic Pinterest board. And we I found these epic dresses from Rent. Oh, crap. Fly, rent flying dresses. I don't know. I'll find it on Instagram, but it's basically those long, luxurious flying dresses that just flow in the wind. The girl who makes those is on Maui. So one island away and she shipped me two of the dresses and I'm about to go do a photo shoot with these epic dresses on the beach on the rocks, in the water. Like I can get in the water with this dress. That's what I'm actually the most Mm. excited about is like jumping in the water with this epic dress on like that just sounds <laughs> phenomenal like yes yeah. please to all of that yeah wow so yeah my follow-up question is okay so where can people see these photos that's right right like, yes. where, yeah. do where do we find you because we have to see these epic i mean talk about stepping into your abundance queen life yeah like let's be real yeah oh my god yeah, yeah. tell us yeah. all the things i'm so excited so you can find me on instagram at abundance queen life you can find me on facebook in our facebook community her money club Club. I think those are the two main places you can find me. Okay. okay. Sounds yeah. good. I love that's it. We'll good. put that that's stuff easy. in the show notes too. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah. That was so fun. Thank yeah, you so much. So Thank you for spending some time with us. Yeah. And giving us a bit of insight onto your manifestation journey. We're going to yeah. do this more. We're doing like a bit more of interviews in a series on digging into other people that we look up to people mm-hmm. that we feel like have done some digging and like, are really taking ownership of their manifestation journey, you know, cause yeah. it's like, 
I don't know. It's, it's, there are some people I feel like that are in the successful realms that use this language quite a bit. And some people that don't, um, which is fine. Cause I'm still going to ask some questions that have to do with manifestation. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's just, it's refreshing to be in, in the company of people that have decided to live life a little bit differently yeah. and follow their joy and follow what lights them up just to see what happens. And when we see you freaking killing it, we're like, man, we got to talk to these people. Like we got to see how they feel about where they are in their manifestation journey, what they took to get there. And hopefully it serves as inspiration, obviously not only to us, but our listeners to be like, see other people are doing it too. They're on their manifestation journey too. And, Mm -hmm. you know, like they're making it happen. So thank you for being, you know, one of the people in our lives that's making it happen and for sharing your story with us and for investing, literally investing in others to make it happen for them too. Like we're, we're very, very appreciative for you and, and your gifts and your, the space you take up. So thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you. Okay. Um, so with that, uh, I guess I'll end it here. So as always, we wish you a life of joy and abundance. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for spending your precious time with us. If you enjoyed what you heard, this is the point in the podcast where we would probably ask you to share it with a friend, share it on Instagram, or write a review. We would also probably ask you to check us out on Instagram at Our Manifestation Journey or our website at OurManifestationJourney.com, but we wouldn't do that. No, we wouldn't do that. No, we're not like that. So, you know, whatever. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. What we would love to hear is how your manifestation journey is going. Send us a DM, email, or screenshot an episode and share it if it resonated with you. And remember to tag us. We love hearing about your amazing manifestations. The music for this podcast is provided by the very talented and generous Bonus Points. And our sound engineering is crafted by the incredible William Mitchell. As always, we wish you a life full of joy and abundance, and we will see you next time on our manifestation journey.